hello and welcome to dream it dare it do it live the life you want this is jasmine i'm your host i want to start the episode by saying i went to see my statistics i i, I don't look at statistics for downloads on you know my podcast because i just don't just don't think about it i i do this for the fun of it and i'm having a lot of fun exploring with so many people and now i'm seeing that i have an increase in Switzerland, and in the Netherlands. So I'd like to say hi to everybody in Switzerland. Hi to everybody in the Netherlands. I'm so happy and honored that you're actually listening to me. <laughs> and I hope that you're you're seeing something for yourself. So that being said, today, I have a guest called Debbie Harbinson. Hi, Debbie. Hello, Jasmine, and the rest of the world, I guess now. <laughs> So everybody uh, knows that when I hire, I, not hire, I, I invite people, I hire, I hired you, Debbie. Oh, uh, I'll wait for the check. <laughs> there you go. When I invite people to the podcast, it's, it's like, it's a vibe thing. So I like to tell them what the vibe was, you know? So I took, took this class. I was with Rob and we were taking this class and lo and behold, Debbie comes on and she's just, look at that face. I mean, everybody that's listening audio, I mean, just go to the audio and look at that face. <laughs> she's just like, she's always smiling and she's a lot of fun and she laughs from her belly and that's just the most fun. So I had to have her on, on the on the show. So thank you for accepting my invitation, Debbie. Oh, I'm just so honored and pleased to be here. This is, we just always have fun when we're connecting. So yeah. happy to be so, here. Thank you. Before we, we start, I would like you to tell people like who you are, because honestly, I didn't know until we chatted just a little bit. So tell, tell them a little bit like what you do, what you're up to. And then we uh, we can continue. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Jasmine. Um, yeah, I'd like to um, I identify um, just being a human being in this world and just loving it. And just, I get filled with gratitude, you know, that I'm here and, you know, you get to experience people and, <laughs> and animals. <laughs> you know, and just being with other people. And um, yeah, uh, yeah. So um, what I do is I've been a registered nurse for probably be over 40 some years. I don't usually start talking about years. I believe the time is kind of is vertical. It's not linear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, but just to say that only because um, my nursing career uh, has been so important to me. And I'm just enjoying that I'm now moving into kind of a different phase now, where um, I'm just sharing the joy and the passion that I have about nursing. And not that I didn't when I, um, you know, when as I'm caring for patients and or helping people move along in the world. But um, yeah, right now, it's just kind of all about that. Um, and I think it's just the timing. Some people, you know, we've had a tough last couple of years worldwide, you know, when we start talking about, um, 
you know, the coronavirus and all of the things that happened with that. However, you know, I think the piece of it is when I, when I kind of look back is I'm where I I need to be now just because it was just meant to be, um, insofar as sharing how incredible nursing is. And I put it into perspective with what has happened with, um, you know, the coronavirus, um, because there's been, oh, just, you know, so much, you know, trauma thinking around this, you know, especially for healthcare providers and the experiences that they've had, not only professionally, but personally. And um, I just want to be that, um, oh, like that touchstone, that person that realizes we've been through this stuff and, you know, we, we've got a way to move forward through it and turning our back on such an amazing profession is maybe not the way. Now there's different ways that we can be in nursing and that's kind of how I help people. I have a, a business, Harbinson Wellness Solutions. And so it's dedicated to this idea of how to support nurses and other healthcare providers. Um, but mostly um, when I'm talking about me and the significance of where I want to be in the world and have fun and joy and passion about this, I just, you know, yeah, nursing's it. I just think it's was the best profession that I could have moved into. And I want people to continue to experience that in the profession. So I do that through coaching groups, yeah. speaking. Yeah, yeah, you um you did the the Amy Johnson uh, uh, certification or class. Yes, yes. yes. So um, just to you know, like a quick backup was I was introduced to the three principles, which uh, you know just aligned with everything I'd always felt in nursing and patient care, and again being a human being, yeah. <laughs> and I was introduced through that through. Um, Dr. Bill Pettit, he had moved to Phoenix, Arizona, which is where I'm located right now. And um, we had these beautiful sessions with a good friend of mine. She'd opened her home, Ellen Friedman, who also does, who's a great practitioner in the three principles. And we would have these lovely conversations and sharing in the community here, kind of in the Phoenix area. And um, that was all pre- coronavirus stuff. <laughs> and so um, we, uh, I was introduced and then continued on through the last couple of years. So it's probably been about mm, four years, something like that. And one of the um, brilliant people in my life was Dr. Amy Johnson. And I uh, took her change coach program. So I'm certified as a change coach and continue on in her community with that. And um, so I use, um, you know, not only what I learned through the change coach, but then also through all the amazing mentors and wisdom and knowledge that, you know, just flows through this 3PG um, C community, you know, yeah. 3PG community, yeah. for instance, with Rob Cook, I, like you mentioned. And yeah. I yeah. think that, um, you know, like it, it's, it's so funny because I was talking with a client not long ago 
actually, I was in a class. Yeah, I was in a class. And he was like, oh, I thought you guys were a cult. <laughs> you know, and and we were kind of looking at him going, he says, but I really, he says, I really don't see this as a cult now, like that as I see it. He says, this was, this is the first time I felt seen as me, just me, right? And I think that yeah. that's what's beautiful. And what you, ju you just said was like, it's just learning how to be a human being and understanding how we, how we work. So yeah. it's kind of like, so anybody that's like pointing to something that makes you go, yeah. And it's, it's, I think that for us, who's been, I think you and I have been studying this for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, we've been, you know, I think for me, it started with how can I fix me? Cause there's a big problem with me um, to, to, okay, well, actually I can, I can do something about it To Oh my God, I'm just a human being that misunderstood how, thoughts were working and misunderstood how this behavior was shit and you know like just misunderstood the whole thing and understanding it gives me freedom instead of you know giving me restrictions which is like something that I don't like I just don't like the risk being restricted I'm kind of like hey listen I'm free I can be free you know yeah yeah and yeah because uh, when you find, especially if you um, don't perform up to what you should be performing to, because you've labeled yourself, then all the guilt and shame and all of that stuff starts piling on. And, you know, pretty soon you just don't feel good. And I think that's where the, the three principles really aligned with when I would listen to Dr. Pettit speak, as well as his wife, um, uh, Dr. Linda Pettit, when I would listen to them speak, you know, about the, you know, like the ever present resilience, you know, like how we're made, we're made of love, you know, this is what we are. And you'd listen to the tapes, you know, through again, through the three principles, of course, um, Sydney Banks, you know, listening to that and, and having it talked about through the Pettits. Um, what I saw was, oh my gosh, I was seeing this in patients all the time. Like, you know, throughout my entire career, it spanned from the, um, an operating room nurse, which I spent most of my, um, acute care in to home health, um, to faith-based community nursing, um, end of life. Um, you know, just as I was doing that, I was always seeing this wellness and, and health in other people. And, and I just, it sounds crazy, but it was like, I just like took it for granted for other people. And yes, we did need some medications or maybe we needed surgery to kind of support it or whatever. But it's so funny that I never saw that in myself, right? You know, I would, you know, if um, it was something that, um, you know, I needed to do, like eat healthier or, or whatever, I would just like think and think and think and think and spin in my head. And then I'd come up with a salute, you know, like some plan, you know, that I was going to follow. And then I'd feel better for a while. And it was like white knuckling it through. And then if I didn't follow it, then it was me who was at fault, you know, whereas if it had been a patient who had talked to me about that, I would have been like, 
well, you know, that's probably like a food plan that's not helpful to you right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine. You're doing the best you can, you know, and I, yeah. you know, I mean, all the things that I, um, I, I shouldn't say I should be saying, but things that I would say to someone, you know, with love and kindness, you know, I was pretty hard on myself. Yes. So, well, what I'm hearing is that there was like, when you, when you were doing your work, there was nature, like your, your natural way of being was like, but it's, you know, but it's just normal. It's this, it's that, you know? Yeah. But when, when it was to you, then you just knew better. You know? Yeah. You just knew better. It's very interesting because I think off camera, we, we talked a little bit like um, my listeners know that I'm looking at into the whole body image, the whole Mm weight the whole food the whole that whole thing mm-hmm. um and th- there was an something that showed up this morning um and I shared that with you before uh, off camera but I would like us to talk about it a little bit so as I've been studying the three principles like the biggest thing that I've learned like is I I am not my thoughts I have thoughts but I am not my thoughts. And then it's very subtle. Like, you know, there are some areas that I'm kind of like, oh, wait, you know, uh, no, that's real. And then you kind of like time goes by and I'm like, mm, no, actually, that was just a thought, you know, like there was this thought that was, um, for example, I don't cook, right? I had this, it's, it's a recurring dialogue that I had. I don't cook. I don't cook. Well, maybe when I was into my 20s, I didn't cook. Yeah. That's kind of like not true anymore. Yet at 52 now, I'm still repeating, I don't cook, I don't cook, I don't cook until I had this insight where it was like, wait a second, I actually cook like and I was talking to friends going, uh, I can show you a whole bunch of pictures of food that you sent me that you've done, you do cook Jasmine and I'm like, huh? Hmm. Well, well, then. Okay. So kind of saw that, you know, it was a little bit, it was a little bit, but I couldn't see it. I, it just, it was just like, no, no, I don't cook. Like that's who I am. Right. Yeah. So I saw that. And then this morning, it's like seven in the morning. And I'm like, I, like I told you, I had a big day yesterday. I saw my cousins. I spent the whole day out of the house, which since the pandemic has not happened. I mean, I, I don't do that. I, I'm going to go out for a few hours, but the whole day, like I came back at one in the morning that hasn't happened in a long time. My body's like so tired. You know, it's like, yeah, he's going, right. what are you doing? And it's not he it's, it's, that's the French thing. Anyway, okay. my body, <laughs> my body's freaking out. Anyways. So this morning I'm sleeping and, and I'm just like, slightly conscious and the the what comes to me is I am not my thoughts I have thoughts and then the words I am not my body I have a body showed up mm-hmm. and I was just like oh like people listening you might be going huh so what what is that or you might be going oh yeah um whatever it is let me know I would certainly love to hear what you have to say but what showed up for me was totally different because yesterday was a day where when I sit with my cousins we sit down all day we play cards we laugh we eat and we eat 
and we eat. And yesterday was candy time because it was, you know, right where Halloween is finishing and they yep. she had a whole bunch of leftovers. And when I came home, well, actually, when I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, I don't feel good. And I was like, ah, you know what? My body didn't like that whole sugar thing. Like, mm. although I'm, I, I love sugar. I'm a sugar girl. Don't get me wrong. But my, I can see that my body didn't like it. But my intellect was like, no, no, that's good. I'm going to have that. Oh, I'm going to have that. Oh, I want that one. Oh, I want that one. That was all intellectual, right? Yeah. It was all my right. head. My body wouldn't give a flying hoot about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it, it's just, it gives me a different place to come from, you know, instead of now I'm just like, okay, my body didn't like all that sugar. So mm -hmm. I know, like once I'm in listening to my heart, listening to my spirit, that's another thing that came, mind, body, spirit, you know, mind, body, spirit has been around for like how long? Yeah, long, right? right. Yeah. So it's kind of like okay. So when I'm listening to my spirit, I can hear naturally. Hey, don't do that. Just don't do it. But I had to go through. You know, now that I had learned whatever, or that I'd seen, it's not even a learning. It's mm -hmm. a seeing. Once yeah. that I I'd seen what I saw, then I can hear. Oh, my body didn't like it. Mm -hmm. As opposed to before, I would have said, you're such an idiot. See what you did? You mm -hmm. just did it again. And, and then I would have been into the beat myself up about it. Now I'm just like, yeah. okay, well, obviously that didn't work, Jazz. Like <laughs> you could have stopped. Like, you know, you could have <laughs> stopped. But I and and it's such a different place for me. It's just a different place. Yeah. Is that making sense? Yeah. Oh, it absolutely is. The other thing I really appreciate, um, and this will be like another topic in that, but yeah. I hear you bringing the humor into it too. And, and there, and that's a way to be gentle with ourselves. You know, it's, it's, it's not, you're not laughing at yourself, but you're just like, this is so quirky. Like, you know, you could have stopped, you know, I mean, I find that when I kind of do that kind of real, when I have that type of realization and it's just like the gentleness and the just seeing this little humor being in me, you know, that's like, that was so, you know, silly that you did that, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, okay. And, and then the next time when something like that arises, I find that I get more quiet. I don't know if I'm like, I mean, I think it's kind of the mystery of it. Am I searching for that? Did I drop into my soul for that? You know, um, but yeah, it just really taps more into the wellness, you know, of who we are, you know, and um, so, yeah. I think like, like, I think the, our nature, I, I really, I come back yep. to our nature, you know, like my nature, like my intellect was telling me sugar, 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 sugar. <laughs> You know, yep. but my nature was like, okay, I thank you. It was good. It yeah. Happened. Yeah. You great. Know? But well, my brain was like, no, sugar, 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 sugar. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, okay, well, it's it, it's just like there's there's this whole new thing showing up. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, along this, the conversation that we had before we started, you know, was kind of like that idea, you know, we were talking about like, you know, I had mentioned, you know, what I loved hearing, I hear Rob say this a lot and, and it was really came up in one of the interviews he did on his podcast with Pam Dibbs and it was lighting up, you know, and they were talking about that. And both of them just kept talking about this idea, how we are nature. And I've heard that before, you know, it's kind of like you saying this now, now you like, like, you know, you, you, you've heard things before, but it's, it's definitely different when it's deeper and it becomes what I kind of like to think of is almost like this memory in our body, you know? And, um, we were talking about that, like, you know, like a plant, you know, because you've got those beautiful plants in your background, you know, but, but, you know, it, it's the same thing. If you overwater a plant, you know, there is going to be some damage to the leaves and things like that. Sometimes because of the wind or whatever is happening around the plant, you know, it could create a bigger trunk, you know, or whatever. And, and to think of us that we have this body and our body is going to respond to our environment in so many different ways. You know, I, I there's people that I've worked with that, um, have focused on weight loss. And they find that when they were not even thinking about the food or whatever, they were just in life, weight fell off of them naturally, because it wasn't something, you know, that was there in their attention. And they were, they found they were giving too much attention to it. So it's kind of like when you overtend a plant, right? You know, it's like, oh, it's not blooming. And now this is happening. And that's happening. You know, So I mean, that's a real, you know, basic general kind of thing. But I think there's a lot of wisdom in that analogy that, you know, uh, or not analogy, but in that truth, that we are nature, you know, we are not in nature, we're not going for a walk in nature, you know, our body responds, just like any other living organism, you know, and, um, you know, I think that sometimes when we're thinking, oh, it's different, because we have this beautiful gift of thought, that we're different from in how, you know, we respond to the environment than say a plant, you know, but really, you know, there's not a lot of difference. This is what makes the difference, (laughs) either good or bad. (laughs) You you being a nurse, you, you've seen the power of the body, right? You've seen firsthand the power of the body and the power of as long as like the person, the, the, the person in front of you could say, oh, I'm never going to, it's never going to happen. You can, you can confidently say it, it's going to be okay. Like, oh. you know, when you heat, when you see a cut, you know, it's like, we can look at it and say, oh my God, I've got this forever. And, you know, you know, no, that's okay. You'll see yeah. in a few days it'll be, it'll be different, but we forget that. But it's not even that we forget. I think we think we know better. Oh, you know, that, that to me is what really, um, in my career, um, really, um, impressed upon me, the importance of, I joined an organization, the American Holistic Nurses Association. It's now the organization is worldwide and there's an, um, international organization and, and there's some that are smaller chapters and that, but the point is 
that um, I love, uh, one time I went to one of the conferences, this was so beautiful. There, the um, speaker who opened up the entire conference talked about, you know, all the wonderful advances that we'd learned in things that were quote unquote alternative or um, uh, yeah, alternative health, let's just say that. And her point was, you know, she was saying, however, you know, um, why, why is it medicine and, um, you know, surgical implants? That should be, in her mind, that should be alternative. Traditional medicine should be that what happens like when you break your bone, you put the two ends together. We don't need to put, I mean, if it's not aligned correctly, sure, we need to do something to maybe stabilize it. But if you put two bones, you know, the bone ends together, it'll mend. It doesn't need anybody. I mean, we're made that way. It'll happen, you know? And so um, she was talking about this and how far in advance we'd understood like sound therapy and all of these wonderful things that we were have that were happening. And yet we were still in kind of the horse and buggy days was what she was saying, you know? So then at the very end of the conference was a speaker who talked about, um, she was actually into molecular biology. She was a researcher, molecular biology. She was talking about the difference in our gene therapy and how medications, you know, if I've got X genes from say my German parents, that, you know, medications were tested on somebody who was maybe from Africa. And so the medication wouldn't work just because we were both female, you know, because the genes played, you know, molecular therapy, you know, on and on very technical of what her point was. But anyway, she said all she had learned, here's a researcher, a scientist, she said, and this conference was maybe about uh, seven years ago, she said, all I've learned about this is, you know what, in medicine, we found a horse and we found a buggy. We're still not quite sure how they come together. I mean, we have so much to learn every day. We're revealed with something. And I just, um, I think, you know, when I've been with providers that are very nurturing and, and healthcare systems and things like that, um, what I've always appreciated is when someone has said, you know, let's just see how this, this seems like the best thing we can do for you at this time to support you, to nurture you or, you know, whatever. And then let's just see how that goes. And maybe we'll need to try something else, you know, and they're just really open to that because yes, that's what I think, what I love about nursing. We're not about a cure. We're about how do we support? How do we heal? Heal could be being with someone at end of life, you know, that we're not turning that around, that they're not going to die. We're still in a mortal body, an organism that will expire, yeah. but healing. Oh my gosh. I've seen people on the last days of their life and they were so healthy in what was going on, you know, maybe connecting with a loved one or something, you know, and um, same thing with babies being born. I worked in surgery where we had newborns that, you know, um, were maybe just born and had um, really, you know, structural challenges that we had to 
um, take care of in surgery. Otherwise they would die. And you would just see, you know, with the genius of what we do have with modern medicine and what we can do in the, the, you know, I believe our God given knowledge that we're able to, to, um, you know, work with, you would see these miracles happen, you know, and I, and I say miracles only because that's how we look at them. But to me, it's just, that's, that's mine. That's like how it's supposed to happen and and what, you know, um, can occur. So, um, yeah, it's just, and I think that's why I stayed in surgery so long because it was like every single procedure. It's like, this is a miracle, you know? You know, like either the body knew how to already heal or, um, you know, worked many years in trauma and you'd see people come back to the hospital after what you thought, oh my gosh, you know, this person may never walk. And they were like, I'm walking. (laughs) You You know, that's definitely something, you know, when it comes to so this whole body thing that I'm, that I'm inquiring about. Yeah, yeah. Boy, I kind of took us far away, didn't I? No, no, no. (laughs) Okay. You're right back. You're right back. All right. Wait till I finish saying what I'm saying. Okay. (laughs) So in July, I had a shoulder thing. Okay. So I couldn't move my shoulder like this. Like it was like, like going to get something in front of me was like "Mm." going Mm -hmm. something, getting something next to me. It was like, like, and and, and then I'd, sometimes I'd forget, you know, you put a shirt on and then you go and I'd be like, like, it would like hurt like crazy. And I was like, my God, what am I going to do? Like, I have no idea. I don't know how the human body works. I just don't. So I mean, it's not something that I studied. And in in my mind, in my mind, the things that I thought I knew, (laughs) it was like, that's it. I'm screwed. How am I going to live my life without moving my shoulder? How the hell am I going to do that? I'm like, okay, well, I was, I was awake enough. I'm going to, I'm going to say that I was like, I was I don't like to be restricted. So I'm kind of like, okay, let me, let me see if there's something possible. I love to look to possibility. I always have always will, I think. So I was like, let me talk to my girls where I do Pilates. So I talk to my girls and my girls was like, no, no, I can, I can do something for you. Come in, you know? And, um, and she came in and she massaged me and she hurt the hell out of me. She was pushing in places. And I was like, that, that hurts. And in my mind, what I saw was when it hurts, I would stop it. Like, but in uh, her mind, when it hurt, she would push harder. And I'd be like, but you're pushing harder. And she's like, yeah, it's going to release. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And lo and behold, now I'm like, you know, ooh, ooh. I'm like moving my arm and I'm like, well, then look at that. And so when the thought came out in my mind, it was like, okay, that's it. I'm like this weight, I'm 52. I'm like, you see, there's still something around the weight, the number of my weight. And I'm still not telling you guys. Uh, (laughs) That's okay that I'm owning that. So, um, so the doctor said, you know, like, okay, well, go see a nutritionist. And I was like, ah, you know, I can't, I can't do that. And then I was like, I won't be able to move. I won't be able to do this. Like there's so much thinking around it all. And, and, and I was very um, out of breath, like a lot. And I was just like, I, I saw what I was doing. So what I was doing was as soon as I was out of breath, 
I'd sit down and then beat myself up for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So in talking to my therapist, my, my physiotherapist, she was like, okay, well, like you got to just push yourself a little bit and then sit, rest, start again, you know, and you'll see it'll, it'll work. And I was like, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Like in my mind, I was like, it's never going to happen. Well, it's been a couple of weeks and already I'm doing more. You know, I started counting my steps. You know, I went from 200 steps to 700 steps to like 1500 steps. Now I'm going to 1200 steps and it's yeah. only been a couple of weeks and, I, and, and it's really all in my intellect, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't know what my body can do. I really have no idea. So yeah. now my new possibility is, okay, well, how about I get a new body at 50, you know? Let, let's do that. Let's, let's, let's play with that and see what happens. And I'm trying to stand in. I don't know. I don't yes. know what's possible. Yeah. So instead of saying, I know, and what I know is really shit. <laughs> well, you know, well, I, and another thing is um, I like Dr. Amy Johnson always talks about like, you know, when we're you know, with someone and, and for ourselves as well, you know, to um, constantly stay curious, you know, and she'll say, you know, quest come from a place of, of being dumb, you know, (laughs) like that still say that, you know, and I just love the part about just being curious because once I started being curious with myself on a lot of beliefs that I had just little small ones, like, for instance, you know, just taking that idea with health, you know, when we go in for, I'll just say from the US, you go in for your annual exams. And if you're not X amount of weight, or you're not doing this, or your, you know, labs or this or that, you know, you get usually a cautionary message, you know, oh, that cholesterol doesn't come down you could be headed for a stroke, you know? So, I mean, innocently, and it's only providers and and messaging that's trying to help us and make us feel well, but all you need is to hear that a couple times. And then what happens is when, just like your example, you know, like, okay, so I'm kind of maybe challenged with my weight, you know, I'm having a little hard time. And then if I'm not able to move that marker, then one of the things that I might think is, oh my gosh, pretty soon I'm going to have a stroke if I don't do this. Well, you know, maybe, maybe strokes, not even in your family, you know, but all of a sudden you, and, and, and we, what we know is it has nothing to do with family. It's lifestyle, you know? And so there's um, a lot of innocent messaging trying to help us shift but it really does contribute you know to a person's self-talk if they're not aware of that you know and um kind of like what we were you know when I told you um we were uh, some of the work that I do is in grief and loss and um doing some of the readings that I had been doing um came upon this really beautiful way, I think, of expressing like what's happening to us. And it's um, using a Gaelic interpretation mm-hmm. of like, if a per rather than saying, I am sad, you know, I am happy, you know, it's sadness is upon me. 
you know, happiness is upon me. You know, you can do the same thing with hunger. Hunger is upon me. And when you say that, because there's a physician here in Phoenix that has a wonderful program, Am I Hungry? It's a mindfulness uh, coaching program. But the point is that when you question, am I really hungry? Hungry is upon me. Sometimes too, that pause is like, oh, I'm just really bored. (laughs) I'm tired and I'm eating to get energy, you know? So anyway, it's not like we need to learn another technique, but I think the idea is to be curious, like, where did that thought come from? You know, I think that also for me, uh, Debbie, I've, I'm, I'm talking with, um, uh, a nutritionist right now in, Mm -hmm. um, in Quebec and she's she's talking about intuitive eating mm-hmm. um, and yeah. i i think that it's basically natural eating you know like she calls mm-hmm. it intuitive but it's just kind of like i see that i disregard i disregards the signal my the signals my body is telling me to eat mm-hmm. my body is telling me to stop eating yeah and then i do something with that so I disregard my body is telling me eat, eat, it's time to eat. And then I go, yeah, yeah, later, eat, eat, <clears throat> eat, eat. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, later. Well, the barometer goes up, right? Because the longer I wait, well, the stronger it's screaming, I need mm-hmm. to eat. And then I think I have to eat. Now I have to eat. Just give me anything. And then I just yeah. shove anything mm-hmm. into my mouth. And right. I get, and I think. I need to eat more because I'm really, really, really hungry. Yeah, yeah. You you don't, right? So right. that's one of the things that I saw, okay? The other thing that I saw was that I can't hear the signal. My body's telling me, okay, I've had enough. Mm-hmm. I don't hear that, that signal either. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like learn, learn to know your body. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was doing the exercises with the physiotherapist and I was, I'm constantly sitting down like this, right? So my, my quads are constantly engaged because I'm Uh sitting down here and I'm moving, but I'm moving with the front of my legs. I never move with my butt. My butt has no muscles whatsoever. And my abs have, have no muscles. And she was like, okay, well now I want you to raise your leg. And so I raised my leg. Like I'm, I'm sitting on my back and she says, raise your leg. And I raised my leg and she says, okay, hold it. And then, and then I'm trying to hold it. And I was like, no, 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 can't hold it. So yeah. I put them down and she goes, well, what's hurting? And I was like, well, the front, the front is hurting. She's like, you're not supposed to be hurting there. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? I'm not supposed to be hurting there. Yeah. She's like, you're supposed to be working with your butt right now. You're working with the front you know, and I was like, really? So now she, she tells me, so intellectually hold your stomach. Now you have to use the muscle, but I had to tell my brain to go use the muscle in my butt. And then I have to squeeze my, I'm like, okay, I can still squeeze it. So it's still working, you know? Yeah. Right. It's kind of like these things that we do naturally I come back to my shoulder like my shoulder when I lifted it like when I showed her before I would lift but I would lift my shoulder like this Mm -hmm. right 
And she's go, right. she goes, lift the other one. And then I lift it like this. And she's like, see that this one, you go like this first and then you raise your hand. And I'm mm -hmm. like, what are you talking about? And then I'd look at myself and I'd be like, oh yeah, look at that. And now wow. I have to learn again to, you know, the way that. So it's kind of like we do things naturally but then sometimes we stop doing things like I stopped because I was it's the pandemic and now I'm working from home. So my right. body got settled into something and I just have to teach my brain again how to do it. But yeah. it was so noisy in there. It was all my fault. It was like this. It was like that, you know, like all the beating myself up. I couldn't hear that. It was just like, no, no, Jazz, you, you, you simply have to teach your that you have to hold your back and you have to do this and like it's a natural thing that you do yeah but because you weren't doing it it's no longer natural that's right that's right yeah yeah no totally and I think that's that's where it comes back to again not to turn it into a a, a technique or anything but it's just being quiet you know, because when you're quiet and you just, you, you spend some time, maybe first thing in the morning, not only are you maybe setting an intention to just, you know, like have a beautiful day. This was taught to me, um, or well, I wouldn't say taught, but shared with me in such a lovely way is, um, Miss, um, Beverly Wilson Hayes and Miss Beverly, you know, she talked, it was first talking to me about just kind of like how do you know setting your barometer you know like how do you want to be the rest of the day you know before things start taking you off into never never land you know uh, she didn't say that I did <laughs> but anyway she has a much more beautiful loving gentle way of expressing that but it was just like setting your intention and when I did do that I was also paying attention of course to my body right it took me back into my body and it wasn't like this mass that like moved my head around the rest of the day it was like oh <laughs> yeah there's my lungs again <laughs> but um yeah you know oh my back yeah well what, what's that about you know and like when you do that you start catching things you know like I just mentioned like my back you know like oh it's a little stiff right now well rather than just getting up out of that chair and then going maybe for a walk oh you know yeah, this is why it's good to maybe do a little warm up right now, you know, and it, and it's just that simple, simple thing that rather than having a routine of this is how I exercise in the morning, I have found that scan to be so much more helpful. And I'll just say, you know, as the body is maturing, <laughs> as it's going more vertical, <laughs> you know, that, um, you know, that, that is just so helpful. It, it just kind of connects, you know, how my thinking is. And the other thing that I find helpful, and I share this with um, people that I might be coaching with too, is this idea that by connecting this way, I've become very non-judgmental about quote unquote pain that I would have before, you know, like, like, it's like, oh, it's a sensation, 
you know, because that sensation, especially, you know, as, um, you know, as a nurse, you know, I mean, I remember years before, you know, I get a pain somewhere, um, you know, like say, say the shoulder, you know, shoulder is just so sensitive many times to things like that. And so um, working in the operating room, you're always lifting things and I wasn't paying attention to my body mechanics. And I'd always use my shoulders where I should have been, you know, more, you know, core. Anyway, point was that I would then um, do something like that. And I'd feel a tinge and then it was like, oh, I've damaged, like, I just like went from zero to a hundred. I've damaged my shoulder, <laughs> you know? So doing this kind of thing and just being more aware, it's like, oh, there, there's a sensation. Hmm, it's kind of interesting. Well, you know, I'll pay attention if it keeps coming back, you know, I'll do what I can to kind of, you know, have that move on, you know, but if it keeps coming back, yeah, maybe that is something that needs to be looked into. But it's not like right now I have to have, you know, um, an x-ray, <laughs> you know, because of that tinge, you know, or whatever. So, um, yeah, or that I become frightened and I ignore it. That's another thing that I see people typically do, you know, oh, this thing is really bothering me. And so they don't talk to anybody about it because they think now, you know, if it's a, you know, a sensation in the hip, <gasps> I'm going to need a hip replacement, just like my uncle, you know? And so they don't tell anyone. And maybe what's happening is it's their shoulder on the opposite side that has so much tension. And once that's released, then their hip feels better on the opposite side, you know? So yeah, that's getting yeah, what head, you're right? mentioning is so beautiful. Yeah. Cause it's, it's just, you know, um, integrating. Yeah. everything together. And, um, and then also that, like I said, what, you know, Beverly shared with me, you know, that setting that, you know, how I'm going to show up today in the world, you know, it doesn't take long. And um, yeah, it's yeah, kind of a beautiful way to begin the day. Well, it's also a beautiful way to end the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Jasmine, thank you so much. I just thank love you coming so uh, we've already busted our time i don't know if anybody has reached oh. us all the way here <laughs> but if you have thank you for listening uh <laughs> um Debbie, i may have put them to sleep <laughs> <laughs> we, we we both may have um so but still we're going to tell them how to reach you let's say that i'm going to put it in the description also just so you know but uh how do uh people reach you if they want to talk to you Oh, well, uh, so probably the easiest way is my website and it's, uh, www.harbinson, H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N-S-O-N, wellness.com. So harbinsonwellness.com. And on there, it has an, op, um, like a link, you know, that we can chat and I can talk to people through phone, Zoom, you know, whatever works best. Fantastic. Well, Debbie, thank you so much for the chat. It was fun. I knew we would be chatting. I knew. Oh, it. And I know this won't be the last time that we chat. Maybe yeah. not on your podcast. You might be done yeah. with me here. But. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, thank you. Thank you very much again. And uh, to everybody else who's listening, I'm going to say dream it, dare it, do it, and live the life that you want. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.